Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So we hear that you have had some one-on-one experience with our bachelor, Ben Higgins. Yes, that is true. I have. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. So at the top of the episode, you heard an excerpt from a very interesting phone call we had last night. We have a bit of intel that could change the way you think about Ben H. But first, let's recap. On today's episode, we'll discuss running through the halls of Ben's high school, going to lunch class, and having your smell analyzed on national television. Plus, lace. And we're joined by Kate Dries, managing editor of Jezebel. Thanks for joining us, Kate. Thanks for having me, guys. So let's just get into last night. We started with a gratuitous shot of Ben in his boxer briefs. I feel like they were trying to do a little bit of recall to Sean. They've also it didn't like, have the same effect. I feel like they've been getting a lot of feedback, like more of Ben shirtless, but like it just kind of this is like I I have like a, a brother who's about around Ben's age. That's making you personally uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's like a uh, sort of awkward, tall, like, you know, kind of slightly doughy guy who's yeah. just like, yeah. I don't. Half I don't naked. think there's anything. I mean, I'm whatever he wants to do is chill by me, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Uh, it's really like, ooh, every time it happens. I do think this time there was like a lot of weird stuff happening when he was like putting on his pants and like it's a lot of like. I don't know. Like, it was maybe too much information, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, it's just week two. Like, we're not, yeah. we're not ready yet. <laughs> I'm not ready to get to that level with Ben. Like, yeah. with your personal relationship. With I mean, ben. all the other women are, so. I know. Oh, all the other women are ready to marry him. <laughs> They're ready to th- throw away their identities and take on Higgins <laughs> yesterday. I feel like I'm more of like a Ben girl, though. I'm like, let's take it slow. Like, maybe we can see each other in our underwear in like a year. <laughs> and in the meantime, you know, we'll just watch each other on television. Um, a lot of women talked about being Mrs. Higgins in this episode. Mrs. Higgins, wifey. Like, I, Do you remember in past seasons, were people so eager to change their last names immediately and talking about it this much? 
It's hard to remember. I I feel like the more traditional guys do draw yeah. that sort of girl. Well, it's also like an ownership thing, right? Like they can be like, I mean, can't you just hear it? And it's like, I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah, like the, well, Olivia could <laughs> be like, like oh, Olivia Higgins. And I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like that's not a name anyone would have. Um, Lauren Higgins, I could definitely see. And he has so many options. So many options. And he didn't he didn't send any of the Laurens home this week, right? Oh, because well, there are four but of them. LB, LB left. Oh, she left. Right, right. Okay, okay. so we're down to two Laurens after this week. They're really. I thought there were dropping. four. Did he one, send? He sent one home the first first night. Oh, God, that's just it's just your odds are just so stacked against you. I feel so bad for these I girls. I know it's like he doesn't want to deal with having all the Laurens there at mm-hmm. the end, and why would he? It must it would be a, like a recipe for disaster. Um, so we go. He goes for the first group date. It's LB, Lauren H, Jubilee, Becca, Lace, Amber, Mandy, JoJo, and Jennifer. Um, they went back to high school. They went back to high school. My first thought was this seems like a little bit of a low-budget date. Like, they're like, ooh, big romantic group date. Like, here's a high school. Relive your collective trauma. Yeah, the degree to which uh, the producers seem to think that focusing on the fact that Ben had a really great time in high school <laughs> uh, and that's supposed to be seductive to an audience. Uh, I mean, maybe it is to some people, and I guess he's not that far out of high school technically. <laughs> but uh, it just to me, like further what you are saying before, uh, like further influences his kind of like babiness. It's yeah, like doesn't make right. him seem like a man. It makes him seem like a man boy. Exactly. Right. You're like, oh, you're you're that guy who's still talking about the fact that he was the quarterback. I think they're banking on like a lot of the women who watch The Bachelor being the girls who like peaked in high school. Yeah. And they're like, but like it's cool. So did Ben and now he's the bachelor and like he loves high school and so do I. And like we have so much in common. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have I three just kids. Fundamentally like, don't trust people who really loved high school. Yeah. It was fun. I think it was better than middle school. Oh, middle school was obviously worse. what isn't? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, it's like, nev- it was better than the worst three right. years of my childhood. I have ever met anyone who was like, oh, man, I really miss middle school. <laughs> Everything then was I really downhill after that. that. <laughs> uh, so, but the weird thing is that, so they were like, let's do a high school date. Um, and the one, they didn't bank on the fact that there is another thing that is often set in high school settings, which is porn. <laughs> and oh, man. Like, You're all so of right. The, dates, the lighting was very It weird. was so porny. It was, like, cheap lighting. And then they were like, so whoever can make the volcano erupt oh, yeah. will get some one-on-one time. I will say that. I found that very satisfying when it finally <laughs> happened, which... I don't know what that says about me, but it was like, oh, cool, science. It, yeah, it looked like a prop. I've never seen a volcano oh, like no. erupt like that. No, it looked like they had some sort of like like peanut brittle style like prop in there. You yeah, know, that you open and just but like, it was boing. far more impressive than watching these women try to figure out where Indiana is. Oh, oh God. Which is not even a hard state. It was just no. upsetting. Well, I have no perspective on that because I'm from Indiana. So I was like, come on, guys. Come on. Like, you studied this for an entire year in grade school. <laughs> How can you not know I mean, anything? I could totally understand, like, a Wyoming, like, all those kind of mid-of-the-country states. But Indiana is, like, right by a body of water. So I feel like it's, like, pretty yeah. easy That's true. To, There's an anchor to there. To situate. But when Becca made it look like Pennsylvania, oh it was God. just, like, <laughs> Bless you, sweetie. Oh, you are not long for this world. She was like, it's long, and there's a state that's long that's sort of, like, here, and it's sideways. Yeah, I feel really good about this. Do you this. just, like, imagine, like, 
the interior of her brain is just like clouds, like floating by, <laughs> blissfully relaxing. I feel like she like she seems like she must be like still waters run deep. And then something like this happens and you're like, oh. No, no. they don't run deep. They run very shallow. <laughs> very, very shallow. <laughs> Uh, and then they, he, the, the bobbing for apples was probably the worst. It was like that, girls like straddling desks with their hands behind their backs. Passing apples between their mouths while Ben looked over and was like, yeah. Like covered ooh, in yeah. water. I was like, this is straight out <laughs> of, I think I've seen this, this porno. Like, yeah, late night accidentally. <laughs> like, yeah, this is, that's what cable. happens when you get all the cable channels. <laughs> It was, like, gratuitous. And then there's so, so many opportunities for the girls to be like, I bet she wishes she had a bigger mouth right now. <laughs> um, and th- that's lunch class, right? That's when Chris Harrison welcomes them to lunch class. Yes, Chris Harrison in glasses to signify that he is an authority figure and a teacher. I'm not yes. sure whether he realized that in high school teachers are not called professors. I don't think he, he introduced cared. himself. The theme was not really fully <laughs> fleshed out. I really would have liked to see them pursue the theme a little bit more and just like, explore where I could take them. Here. I know. And like those those hurdles, they weren't really the kind of hurdles that I would expect. They were to short. See. They were mm, they were some I wanted hurdles. a little I mean, I'm awful. I was like, who's going to fall on their face? Can't wait to watch it. Well, that's the thing is Mandy just has really long legs. So she was basically yeah. just Obvious stepping over them. But also, wait, what is that other girl's name? Ashley? Amber. 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 Amber, I'm sorry. I know being a bartender in Chicago is probably <laughs> not that great. I lived there for six years. I know what the scene is. But why are you on this show again? Like, I don't believe you care about Ben. I don't even believe you really care about yourself. Because if you did, <laughs> you wouldn't be putting yourself through this again. I know. I really I don't like, care. Amber, you're better than this. Yeah. Also, she kept doing the thing where she was like, oh, I haven't gotten any time with Ben. And I was like, you've been on a Bachelor show yeah, now you know three times. Yeah. Go, you got to go for it You're the it person with the least excuse to not be getting time with Ben at this point if you want it. Yeah. The Becca thing makes a little more sense to me. Like, oh, yeah, let's bring back, like, you know, she wasn't ready for Chris, blah, blah, blah. Also, but they're that, about the same yeah. age. Yeah. She seems like the type that would be really they, they into They both seem ben. like a little frigid, but, like, they want to raise nice Christian babies <laughs> with yeah. someone. The only thing I can think about Amber is that the producers were like, okay, and this is awful to say, but, like, we got to up the diversity factor. Like, oh, no, come I back. Yes, said like, that exactly. Frankly, like— I mean, I get why, you know, for her, on her side, like, she wants to be on national television again, sure. But, like, it just seems <laughs> like like nobody should have okayed this decision. Also, it made me really sad when she kept talking about how she never got to be prom queen. I'm like, girl, you are 30. Yeah. Let's yeah. move past it. She's, yeah. She literally said, I've never been homecoming queen, so that's always been a dream a homecoming of mine. Homecoming queen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I was of my like, favorite oh, lines. Oh, of course. Like, those of us who have never been homecoming queen are living these lives of quiet desperation. Yeah, I, mean, I wake up every morning saying, damn it, I'm yeah. still not homecoming Maybe someday queen. I'll get another chance at being homecoming queen, even though high school ended for me around a decade ago. <laughs> well, then it didn't really seem to matter who became homecoming queen. It was Mandy, but Ben obviously didn't care because he's not into her. So they got all dolled up, went for the night part, um, lace kept asserting that she wasn't crazy and we hadn't seen the real lace yet and she just got too emotional and then proceeded to get incredibly drunk and aggressive again. I feel like we we keep saying, like, oh, lace got drunk again, but I've never seen her act in a way 
that seemed more sober. So I'm sort of wondering if she just acts like that all the time. Yeah, I, I think alcohol her, has nothing to do with it. I think her drunk was clearly a little more relaxed vocally, but <laughs> uh, other than that, I agree. Like this is, you know, everyone's talking about like when will we see the real lace? Like, no, this is this is. The yeah, I, think, I think we've got it. Yeah. yeah, she just needs to accept that this is her. Like, she's like, oh no, the lace I didn't want to come out came out again, like yesterday and the day before. Yeah, it's like she's Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> it's like real lace, crazy lace, but it's like, no, you're all the same person. I think that real lace is just someone who comes out when she's alone and completely, like, able Without. to be her best self. Yeah. She's like, tomorrow I'm going to be that person with Ben. <laughs> I'm going to be so chill. And then as soon as he started, like, saying anything to her, she would just immediately talk over him. Like, she'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry about last night. I know it was really hard for you. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah well, and she'd okay. be like, yeah, because the thing is that I'm just, like, a lot to handle. <laughs> like, yeah, well, the thing is that, okay, because, like, the thing, like, I'm just really insecure. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's just I'm a bold personality. And then she turns to the camera and it's like, we were totally eye-fucking. <laughs> I can't imagine, and I know I would be awful on one of these shows, I'm oh, sure, but same. I cannot imagine thinking in that setting or in a normal dating setting, uh, like you've known a guy for a cumulative four hours and you think it's a good idea to say, I'm a lot to handle. <laughs> I know. That is not a selling point. Oh, God. Like, isn't the entire, like, 21st century vibe, like, I'm too chill to function, you know? Like, why, <laughs> yeah. would, why would you go it's with, I'm a lot new, to handle? my new Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that she's capable of doing that, so she's going for, like, the men love bitches sort of Yeah, or, like, the he'll think I'm really, like, passionate. I don't know, maybe sort of like a Michelle money, like, I'm dominating all your time with my attention. But, like, (laughs) Michelle, as we've seen in hindsight, is very cool and, like, pretty funny. And Lace has, like, maybe minimal no sense of humor. (laughs) Oh, poor Lace. Lace. I don't really feel bad for her. (laughs) No, the only thing about Lace is, like, that— she, like, mirrors back to me, like, the worst moments of my life. So, like, she's doing this, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is just like when I was having that mental breakdown in college, (laughs) except she's, like, in her 20s and on TV. The only reason I feel a little bad for her is that uh, she's so clearly, like, a producer pawn. Like, he was wanted to send her home this episode it is blatantly obvious and they were like you have to keep her around for another week like yeah. I think yeah, that they're is like, 100% what happened I think maybe last week he's a nice guy he was like we'll see like I know how this can be a stressful situation whatever this week I'm like there is no way he didn't want to send her home <laughs> yeah I agree you yeah. could just see the producers in the back cheering like yes we yeah. got another week of this well, yeah. his body language whenever she was speaking to him during this episode was visibly tense yeah yeah and, like, she was like, oh, we're we're clinging to each other's hands. And I was like, no, you're clinging to his hand. <laughs> and he's just, like, completely tensed up because he's terrified. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> so JoJo got the group date, Rose. Because mm-hmm. Ben is really into her energy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ben, is that code for something? Like, he isn't doing a great job at, like, rewarding the girls who open up to him. So, like, Jubilee was like, I love that you do— charity work because I'm I was adopted from Haiti and that's really important to me and he was like like her cool that's it's really nice that you're telling me that and he gave her like a soothing little like peck like she was like a a child and he was like trying to like calm her down yeah they're having like a tender moment I feel like he has like a list of scripted lines in his head that he pulls out he's like thank you for opening up 
He yeah. It's like, thank had, you for your time. I, I do think he does something interesting that I have never seen any of the other bachelors do where, like, in the group date setting where he's supposed to, um, like, give someone a rose and, you know, make all the other girls upset. He does this thing where he lists the nice things that happen yes. with the girls that he's not going to give a rose to. So it's like, I love talking to you about this, which is, first of all, like, blowing up their spot in front of everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah. He knows it's all about information. Like, maybe they don't want to know that, like, everyone to know that they just talked about their baby whose name is... Charlie, not Charlie, which I figured out during oh, it's this episode. Charlie, it's Kelsey and Charlie. Not oh, I thought Charlie. it was Charlie. Yeah, so wow, you guys. I know. Charlie is not a name. A lot of that's people why I, agreed. That's why I was confused. I was like, you named your child Charlie? Yeah. No, it's Charlie. Charlie. I know. Oh, that makes me feel so much so better. So much better, yeah. But he does this thing where he'll kind of like compliment them on what they talked about and then be like, but— Blah, blah, blah is getting the rose. It's like, oh. But this girl was the hottest. So, (laughs) sorry. That's really what it all comes down to. It's never At this point, I mean, I can't even really blame him. He spent about five minutes with each of them. (laughs) Uh, Olivia, throughout the entire episode, is telling everyone she's obviously the front runner. Yeah, she thinks she's going to get the first one-on-one date, which is insane because— if she had done any prep work, she would know that the girl who gets the first impression rose does not ever get the first one-on-one date because he needs to get to know someone else. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. And then so, like, Kayla gets the first one-on-one date, and she just looks livid. Her facial expressions are incredible. Out of control. I mean, she's yeah. on TV for a living, so it yeah. makes sense. Or she was, or, like, unclear if she has a job right now. Like, she whatever. Did, yeah. She definitely didn't while she was on The Bachelor. Yeah. I spent a little time perusing her personal website last night, and I highly recommend it. Oh, <laughs> What was that like? It's just it's just big. It's just got a lot of sections. <laughs> there's a blog. There's a resume. There's an about me. There's photos. She's there's 23. How much is there to say? A lot. Um, she she's a, a big <laughs> fan of her college. She went to TCM, whatever. I don't know. It's in Texas. She studied broadcast <laughs> journalism. Uh, or, like, maybe that's not even what it's called. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, well, she's, she's accomplished. We'll be checking that yeah. out after this. She was giving me, like, a really, um, like, low-budget Cameron Diaz vibe mm. last night. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, something In about the mask the, the, with the hair. Yeah. The, the like, hair. earlier Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Um, she really needs to get rid of the center part. It, it, I don't think it's working for her. Hmm. I think it's a little severe. It is. It, she has an, a, a severe aesthetic and personality. Yeah. That's for <laughs> yeah. Everything about her that is, is true. severe. I just want to soften women, you know? I just, like, I think all women should be delicate and feminine. Um, <laughs> so the one-on-one date goes to Kayla. Kayla is described by Ben as bubbly like 17 times. I I cannot with Kayla. She decided to go on the show <laughs> because she saw Ben on TV and realized that she wasn't really in love with her boyfriend and broke up with him. And, like, some of the stuff she said last night about uh, how, like, that was a fantasy and, like, this is reality. And I'm like, no, this is still a fantasy. Yeah, she was like, like, like she lives like, like in another world. That you're does like, not girl, exist. you are in a car with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not real. She was like, I was waiting to, for my feelings to catch up with the fantasy of meeting a guy on a plane. So, so instead, yeah, I can't I imagine how long it's going to take for her feelings to catch up to the fantasy of meeting a guy on The Bachelor. She's like the little girl who loves the princess like fairy tale thing. I oh, yeah. get a strong next Bachelorette vibe from her. Oh god! I think it's. Uh, don't I think even she's, say that. She's I think in the you're mix probably right, but I, I just, uh, 
I, I, she drives me. I think she's the only one that I really find like grating. Well, we know that um, an ABC executive yeah. recently said that he would be surprised if the next right. Bachelorette I think he, was he, a white a white he girl. He described her as the next one would be more diverse. diverse. Right. That interview was like womp womp. As if like they don't have any control over that. As if like let's just like see what happens. Like maybe this will happen. I was <laughs> right. like, you guys are insane. Also, yeah. like it's clearly going to be. Kayla or yeah, it's gonna a, be a, a half white or maybe Jubilee light skin. I would be yeah. shocked. I would, I would be shocked if it was Jubilee, would, but I think like they're Jubilee setting it up so that she will be, make it for far. She would be great. Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she seems, it won't be her. It won't but, be. Her. I, think um, that I think definitely Kayla. Just based on how they played up Juan Pablo as diverse, yeah. and he was like a super. White I know. I think yeah. in that interview, guy. the exec was like, "Well, we had a Latino one," and I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, sure, okay, I mean, yeah." Let's say that didn't really speak English but you know um, he was blonde yeah um, <laughs> and blue eyed yeah yes. yeah um, he was like an Aryan Latino yeah, <laughs> yeah diversity yeah is a you have to get it get it in just oh. that tiny dose that's like palatable to you know the, the middle America exactly. racists yeah. yeah it's like if they have an accent then they have to look like an all-American yeah so so we'll see but so. Kayla was a little bit cloying. Uh, the date couldn't even really be saved by Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Oh, God. <laughs> it was the it's weirdest like, gimmick. Why were they I, there? Like, I don't understand. This is like how oh, much did, you know. Did they have a movie coming out? <laughs> this is how much you know that I was, like, not interested in last night's episode because it took me, like, half an hour to be like, oh, their movie's called Ride Along 2. They just went on a ride along with Ben and Kayla. <laughs> Oh, I get the plot. <laughs> oh, that's why they keep saying ride along. Yeah. And then right after when we went to commercial break, there was an a ad commercial for ride along too. Yeah. <laughs> just like I didn't care about any of it, so that was just not that very obvious well, situation. You was missed not so hidden. much by not paying close attention because during the ride in the car, we learned that Kayla likes yellow. It's ben her favorite likes color. Blue. Ben likes blue. So does Kevin Hart. It's the most important question you can ever ask on a first date. Yeah. Tells you a lot about someone. And Ben thought that Kayla looked pretty in the front seat. So they— This is true love. They made a really good connection. <laughs> and they—well, all the girls were back at the house being like, oh, I bet they're at the red a red carpet event. And I was like, no, this is The Bachelor. So a cool thing happened, and now they're going to do something lame. Like last—like, uh, what was it, Caitlin— Went with Chris to, like, Costco with Jimmy Kimmel or something. Yeah, they're like, it's just like real life. Yeah. I just can't imagine, like, if I was one of those girls, I would be so angry if I had, like, a cumulative— if you're lucky, you stick around for the entire season. You have maybe 24 hours to 48 hours total with this guy. If, like, three of those hours were taken up by hanging out with Ice Cube and (laughs) Kevin Hart, I would be livid. (laughs) Well, she, like, shooed them away. She was like, we're spending some alone time in the middle of a hot tub store (laughs) in a hot tub right now. Kevin Hart, please leave. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like you're going to look back and be like, I kind of wish that I'd been hanging out more with Kevin Hart. Um, And then they go to a very quiet, tense restaurant for dinner. Uh, Restaurant? You say restaurant. I say Hollywood movie set. That did not look like a piece (laughs) of place that I've ever been to. It was like, wood burning oven in this yeah. like crazy like very Disneyland font on it the window. It was very hard to ignore that behind them. I kept rereading it in reverse. Wood burning oven. Yeah. <laughs> they had the most stilted conversation. 
Ben basically just spoke in weird platitudes and said like a lot. I don't think that Ben has any personality to share with us. The I one. think he's a little better than Chris was last season. Oh, well, Chris can't much speak. Better. Yes. And has and no yet personality. they still keep trotting him out. I know. I was like, yeah, the why? last thing that I, you should do also, is go on an you do not want to emulate It's Chris. so weird that they keep <laughs> That's not bringing a success. him up because he and Whitney broke up. Like, he's not an Very example. Very quickly after. Yeah, yeah, he's not an example of someone for whom this show was a success. Like, bring on any of the other. Like, do Sean more. Yeah. Do, like, Sean has yeah. literally got his wife pregnant. Like, yeah. it's all, like, Let's it's call all that locked a big and loaded win. right now. Um, so then, group date two brings the drama. You have Olivia, Amanda, the single mom, Samantha, Haley, Emily, and Shoshana. And who it, does speak English? Yes. Heavily accented English yes. as we learned, but I, mean, I don't I know why say, she didn't speak it to begin with. The, what's the mom's name again? Amanda. Amanda. I mean, her voice is so high, it's like unclear what she's saying half the time. She's also like so young and has two little babies and then is here on the show and I'm just like, this is not she, I don't she, feel like she this definitely is good. it feels like an Emily retread. Yeah. Like the very delicate, doll like young mom who has been left alone with her kids at an early age, although not quite In as tragically. Tragic yeah. Um, more just by divorce. But um yeah, she definitely, and she has that sort of, like, high-pitched, southern-accented voice, too. She has the whole Emily package, but I don't see her no. going very far. The When she did the, like, um, to-the-camera interview where she, like, showed her girls the barrettes that Ben had made them, and I just was like, oh, this is just not great. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that 
planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. 
their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really, like, elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it, so comfortable, so chic, also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Ben was very into gifting things yeah, to the women yeah, in this yeah. episode. When he gave, who did he give the photo of Lauren the two B. of them to? That was tragic to me. That was like, oh, cool. <laughs> when she goes home, she can see this photo on the ABC.com <laughs> website and print it out herself. I was like, I saw that photo yeah. in the promo section of the press site. <gasps> I thought it was, fun, but, but like, usually the guys don't make an effort to do stuff like that. So I felt like he was like, I'm making a huge effort. And Lauren was sort of like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like he's giving you a pretty strong signal you're getting a rose. So it, if you want to stay, maybe at least be happy about yeah. that. Yeah. She was like, whatever. Okay, but we have to talk about the weird love lab that yes, they went to. I could spend an entire show on this. Yeah, the love lab, uh, I was saying earlier, it just seemed to me, how have they not done this earlier? Like, what a fantastic opportunity to make a lot of feel, people feel really bad. Maybe they had some lingering standards it's of just science, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we were proven, I guess, on some level that it worked because Ben sent What's-Her-Face home. Sorry, Samantha. I, I literally can't remember any Samantha, of Samantha, who he said smelled sour. I felt so bad for her, honestly, in that moment. I felt like, a little bad. Like, what a mortifying thing to have on television. I'm sure she smells totally I normal. I just find it ridiculous that, like, he thought all the women smelled like fruit and flowers. That is not what people smell like when they sweat. Like I know. I'm like, these women have been out and about on production all day. Then they ran on a treadmill. Did they get to reapply deodorant? Yeah. How, are they, how do they all smell like sunshine what and daisies? What I thought they were going to do, which would have been even meaner, uh, I guess they held back, would be to, like, <laughs> do that thing that they do in pheromone studies where they, like, dab your sweat and then make you smell it, and then he wouldn't have known who it had come from, and then it would have really been, like— like, he could have disassociated a little bit and, like, really laid into them. I'm so surprised that they didn't <laughs> well, do that. Well, in theory, like, he, he did have a blindfold on. Yeah. So he didn't know until afterwards who he called sour. Right. 
But he was still was like smelling a human body, like very close. I feel like Super that made awkward. it so much more degrading. It's sure. like stand yeah. here while a man sniffs you and then describes your odor. Yeah. <laughs> sniffs your waistline and hip while a weird love doctor talks about how it's near the reproductive organs. Yeah, and Ugh. like your glands are doing whatever Ugh. they do. I mean, I thought it was sort of fascinating, but like I'm a dork, so whatever. Yeah, like I think it's interesting, but it's sort of like, you know— We all took the SATs, probably, but, like, when we got our scores back, they didn't, like, stand in the front of the room and announce our scores with extensive commentary. Yeah. And that's really what it felt like. It's like, the science might be interesting, but they really went out of their way to make it as painful as possible for everyone except for Olivia, and I don't really want Olivia to be happy. And they clearly set it up (laughs) as though these some of these women are dumb. Look at all this science that they can't understand. And then you even have... The twins. I don't know which like, one of them it was. We're like, we don't know what science is. We're like, we're not yeah. in a we're science. We're not, we're yeah. not they smart. Like, they were like, don't put the blonde Aww. on a science date. Yeah. It's like, don't blame your hair color for this. You guys are clearly just morons. Yeah. And that's your own fault. The Samantha thing, I, it was interesting to me that she got so upset just because to, to me— that would be such a great, like, oh, it's not even my fault. We're just not compatible scientifically. <laughs> cool. But instead, she, like, took it even more personally, which I was like, oh, sweetie. Well, also, you had yeah. Olivia sit- sitting like, there. Oh, I know. Yeah. Samantha, you, there are better things ahead Your for job you. description on this show isn't just twin. <laughs> you have something to go back to. Well, that's probably why they had to kind of— well, I feel like Take there's an aspect of, like, if you are really into someone already and then you find out that it's just not going to happen because you're just on a very fundamental level of chemistry and compatible, that's got to kind of suck. Yeah, totally. But it's still early enough that I feel like she should maybe have a little perspective. Like, and, I'd be like, at least I'm not, like, all the way in And on the point. flip side, you had Olivia taking this as gospel. Yeah. Because she, she got a 7.45. So, I mean, part of me just thinks they just made up those numbers, right? Like, yeah. I, I oh. would not put it past them. Totally. If they were just like, hey, Dr. Love, you know what we're going <laughs> to do? <laughs> yeah, he's just some guy, actually, who has, yeah. like, a stethoscope. Um, I think that uh, also, like, Ben acted really kind of odd by the science. Like, he conducted the whole rest of the date. Like, it was— Because he was, you know, a college boy. (laughs) Yeah. He loves this stuff. He totally loves it. Like, he went—like, he was like, Olivia, since you had the highest score, can I steal you first for a little private chat? He's like, so, high score. We're really compatible scientifically. He's just looking for answers, right? Yeah, it's like— Maybe dig a little deeper than that now that you're actually speaking to each other. Yeah, we can just tell Olivia is really being set up here to to be our kind of long-term villain. Oh, yeah, to have a big fall. Yeah, because she, she said so many times she called herself wifey. She said she, she doesn't even know what rose ceremonies are because she's always <laughs> had a rose already. <laughs> also, she she said winning at one point. Oh, yeah, Courtney Robertson callback. I know. Was she doing that as a joke? or was It's so she, hard to tell sometimes because of the way it's edited. Yeah. yeah. Right. So many things could have been said out of context. In jest. Like, she could secretly have, like, a fantastic sense of humor, and we can't even tell. Um, I hope so. Yeah. It would be cool yeah. if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> <There are some laughs> it would be like, nice to have yeah. someone on the show with a fantastic sense of humor. There were some really weird moments, that, like, when she asked the other girls where they were going to take Ben for their one-on-one time. And yeah, they were like, where did you take him? Really over there? And she's like, oh, she's smart, I don't know. Though. I don't know. I do think the one point she made where Lace was like, oh, Lace is insane. But Lace was, like, laying into her about 
um, like, you know, you already have a rose. And like, why did you go talk to him again? And she's like, this doesn't mean anything. And I was like, that's true. Like, you have limited it's time true. to get to know this guy. That why would you not go try to talk to him again? However, she did come back and say something really confrontational and bitchy. Oh, sure. Like, she came back and was like, all right, so you guys all have at it. I hope you can respect that I did that and <laughs> I'm done for tonight. It's like, okay, so like maybe don't actively treat them with total contempt yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like why would they respect you? I get the feeling that she's a personality who's like not used to competing with like other women for men or like maybe anything like she's like I get what I want like that's yes. kind of my life goal which like I respect on some level it's like I go respect for what you and want. don't relate to it at all <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I'm like I've never been in that situation like I feel like Olivia is gonna get with Ben and then chew him up and spit him out yeah, exactly <laughs> I feel like that's been his pattern I, I guess we'll see so at the rose ceremony just to review Olivia as we know already had a rose and then he gave a rose to Amanda the mom, Jubilee, Lauren B, Leah, Becca, Rachel, Lace, LB takes herself out of the running. I love that. I, I love, love the girls. She was who like, just like, "I'm just this is not for me." Yeah, she's she like, "I'm pretty so normal well. and sane, yeah. and I'm just, I'm done." She handled it really well. And Jennifer did get a rose. Emily, Jamie, Shushana, Haley, and Amber. And then man, we said goodbye to Mandy, Samantha, and Jackie. Who I guess now I will stop confusing with Jennifer because she's not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Ben was very upset that he had to ask them to leave. Didn't make sense to him that women would come and then he would ask them to leave. So, I think Ben should marry all of them. He would probably be a really good in a polygamous situation because he's so like giving and like, I'm gonna give you this and I'm gonna give you this time and like, let me respect you about this. Like, he seems totally. to, he'd be like a really good, I think, like first grade teacher. Like, he knows how to divide his energies. Oh, yeah. And also, he's really interested in things like primary colors right. and <laughs> classrooms. So, that is the lesson that we learned Ben should either become a polygamist or pursue a new career as. An elementary school teacher. Yeah. Great. He's really learning some important things about himself. Yeah, or at least we are. And that's that's what matters the most. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us, Kate. Oh, thanks for having me anytime. It's been wonderful as always. Now it's time for Emma's phone call with Maddie. Maddie met Ben H. at a bar a couple of years ago under some interesting circumstances. And she told us that Ben might know a little bit more about sex and sexuality than he lets on. So we wanted to share the conversation with you all just to give you a little bit more of an insight into our enigmatic and handsome bachelor. So thanks, Maddie, for joining us. Happy to be here. <laughs> so we hear that you have had some one-on-one -on -one experience with our bachelor, Ben Higgins. Yes, that is true. I have. So when did you meet Ben H.? What year was it and, and what city? Um, it was in Chicago in the summer of 2013. It was in August, and I remember that because my friend was about to leave to go back to school, um, and we were going out together at this super horrible bro-y bar in Chicago. That is amazing. So take us back to that night and kind of walk us through it. 
basically, we went to this horrible, sweaty dance bar in Chicago, um, very Midwestern feel, you know, like loaded with Cubs stuff. And it's it just like a really bad bar. Um, but so anyway, we saw this beautiful man across the room from us and both started staring at him. Um, and we're like, do you see what I'm seeing? Which is this just shockingly beautiful man right there. Um, and basically we kind of inched closer to him and he was talking to some girl and the girl goes, there are these two girls like staring at you. And he sort of turns towards us and we're caught like deer in the headlight and like deer in the headlights. And it was, it was really bizarre, but I, I don't know why, like my initial reaction, and I've thought more about this in hindsight was just to be like, I think it was a protective thing to be like, no, we're not. Okay. We're actually in a relationship with each other. So like, don't, you know, feel like, don't get on your high horse about being stared at by us or something like that. Basically, we just like, I was with my good friend who's a girl and we like, as a protective measure, or like just, I think to avoid rejection, we're like, we're not staring at you. We're lesbians. She's <laughs> really embarrassing. But, but also makes uh, for kind of an incredible story. And it was like, don't just assume we're staring at you. Like, you don't know whether, you know, through your, there's almost like, you don't know through your heteronormative lens, you know, that we're just like, you're like automatically assuming we're straight and we're staring at you. And, and so <laughs> I don't know. We just like, we're like, and then we, we kind of got into this whole shtick and, and he ended up, like finding me later and I guess his friend kind of went off with my friends to talk about our relationship and I he came up to me and and I just like really I stuck to the story the whole night I was like yeah you know my friend and I are in a relationship but we are sort of interested in exploring what it would be like to be with a man and um he was very interested in that. He actually immediately told me that he minored in sex education or sex studies at Indiana University. And so he was like really interested in that kind of stuff. Um, and so we sat down together on the bench, talked about that for a while, like kind of, you know, um, like had some sort of conversational foreplay. And then made our way to the dance floor and grinded on each other a bit. Um, he's really tall. I remember like looking up at him and his really beautiful face beaming down at me. And we just like, I, I think I grabbed his neck and started like, and pulled him down towards me and kissed him. And, and then I remember immediately afterward being like, after we kissed for a while and talked some more about, you know, my interest in, in opening up my relationship to men. Um, we like, I, I was also with another, I was also with another friend who's, who's gay and was, is a man and was just floored by his beauty. And so we just left that bar together being like, holy shit, I can't believe that you like, you know, not saying that I'm a horribly unattractive person, but like, I'm not at the level at Ben H's attractive wise, like you nabbed that guy. 
Um, of course, I did so by lying about my sexuality. But So did you speak any more about his sexuality studies minor? Did he seem knowledgeable about sexuality? Or do you think this was something he made up? No, I don't think it's something he made up because Indiana University has like the Kinsey Institute. And apparently it's like a pretty popular um, area of study there. So. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask if he brought up the Kinsey scale during your encounter. <laughs> no, he didn't. But I, I think I said something about them having like the Kinsey Institute um, there. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's a really, we've got a really good program there. And, and then, of course, when I saw that episode um, on Caitlin's season where he came on and, and did like a little sex education thing. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, I missed most of that episode, but that like immediately sort of jolted my memory about that. So he was uniquely qualified to give that lesson is what you're saying. He was very (laughs) uniquely qualified. Yeah. So did you you notice, um, you know, any fatal flaws during your time with him? He says he feels unlovable. Did he seem like an unlovable guy or did he seem pretty confident? You know, what's really funny is that I remember his friend who started macking on my friend said to my friend, that guy, Ben, like he's my best friend from home. Um, he was like, that guy is the best guy I've ever met. I remember that because I think we were just shocked that this really just like bewilderingly gorgeous man <laughs> was did seem pretty down to earth. And, and yeah, so I remember his friend saying that about him. That's so nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how sure are you that it was him? Like 100%? Yeah. I mean, I would say like, ni- I would say 99.8%. And this is why. When I stepped into my apartment, my roommate was watching Caitlin's season. She was like, we, we just, I like, I stepped in in the middle of her watching it. And I was like, oh my God, that guy looks so familiar. And she was like, no, I don't think you know him. And I was like, is his name Ben by any chance? So I, re- I remember this specific makeout because it was just, it was a very, like, a, a strikingly attractive man among the sea of, like, really ugly dudes that I <laughs> hooked up with on dance floor. <laughs> he, um, so yeah, basically, like, I was like, is that guy's name Ben by any chance? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, does he live in Colorado? And she was like, and then the next time it came up, it was like Ben H Colorado, like Boulder, Colorado. I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, wait, if he went to Indiana university, I know exactly who it is. And then I like looked him up on the ABC website and it was like Indiana university. And then I called my friends, both of my friends. And I was like, I want you to just check out one of the bachelors on Caitlin season. His name is Ben H. I think it's that guy that I made out with. And both of them immediately were like, oh my God, yeah, that's definitely him. Remember his face. No, I mean, in a desperate attempt to get like 100% verification, I decided to send him a Facebook message uh, being like, I don't know if you remember me, but we like made out on the dance floor in Chicago. And I, I said I was in a relationship with my friend and that we were interested in opening up to men. And I just want to know if it's you. And he never wrote back. So How rude. So rude. <laughs> so rude. So you never revealed to him that you were not, in fact, a lesbian? 
No, I didn't. In fact, my friend revealed to her, to the guy, his best friend, like it had all been a joke. We just got really nervous. So we just sort of blurted out that we lesbians. Um, but I stuck to the story the whole night. And that's usually what happens when I get a little drunk. Like I'll pretend I'm someone totally different and just really stick to that story. And I, I milked it the entire night, the entire time that we had our little romantic tryst. So presumably his best friend probably gave him that information at some point. Yeah, we assumed, yeah. Okay, so to this day, he he doesn't actually think that he single-handedly opened a lesbian couple up to men. Um, No, he probably figured out that it was a giant joke (laughs) because his friend was like, no, she told me that that was a lie, referring to the friend that he was with, the other part of the lesbian couple. So for just the final question, I'm wondering, do you... When you watch Ben on TV, do you feel like from your short experience with him, is he being portrayed accurately? Is he this good guy who just really is looking for love? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd say he's a... Given the bar that I met him at in Chicago, which is filled with this, like, sort of Midwestern, nice, like kind of bro-y guys like he, he totally just fits I think he's like a nice bro that that probably is pretty down to earth um and and like one of those that maybe doesn't or is just beginning to realize that he is really really stunning maybe he's not just beginning to realize, he probably isn't um I don't know. The jury's still out on that one. And hopefully, you know, we'll find out during this season whether he is, in fact, unlovable and has some crazy sociopathic fatal flaw (laughs) or whether he'll find love with one of the um, plastic, good-looking women who are there to woo him. I think he will. I think he will. So we couldn't find any confirmation online that Ben did minor in human sexuality, so we reached out to him to confirm this. But sadly, he did not respond. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So now on to this week's Feminism Fails. And there were so many. First of all, the twins inform us that they don't think you should put the blonde on a science date. And they don't think that they're very smart. Okay, guys, maybe you're not smart, but don't blame the blonde, and maybe just, like, try a little harder. We're giving that a two. Then Olivia keeps referring to herself as Mrs. Higgins. It's been a week. Why are you so eager to throw away your lifelong identity, Olivia? We're going to give that one a four. Lace keeps telling us that she's not what she's come off as. She's actually a good girl. Ugh, barf. We're giving that a three. You don't have to be a good girl to be worthy of attention. Maybe just try acting, you know, a little bit pleasant to be around. And on their one-on-one date, Ben says he likes that Kayla, quote, looks good sitting in the passenger seat of his car. Ugh, 
That's just a little bit off. We're going to give that one a two for being condescending. And, of course, the Dr. Love group date could be an entire feminism fail segment in its entirety. The girls are graded by their smell and their sexual chemistry with Ben, and then their results are publicly announced with commentary. That's at least a four. It's just humiliating and cruel to them, and it treats them like sexual commodities. And now our Tweet of the Week. It was hard to choose one this week because there were so many excellent ones. But this one we especially loved from Elise Foley at Elise Foley. For adult women, the ladies of The Bachelor seem awfully excited about being named fake homecoming queen. Fair point. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Kate Drees and Maddie. And thanks to our producer, Caitlin Boguki and editor Nick Offenberg. Have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is the perfect time to stop making excuses. Go subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show, which is basically a public service. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. Or send us an email. We love getting them at here to make friends at huffingtonpost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.